Hey, and welcome to another Liberty's Lantern. Today, I've got a guest with me in studio. It's Leslie Ann Peterson from Outright Libertarians. And we're going to be talking about why the GSM community should be involved in Liberty. And for our viewers who don't know what GSM is, that's gender and sexual minorities. I'd like to introduce Leslie Ann Peterson right after this. Okay, Leslie Ann, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Of course. So, I, I wanted to ask you, and I wanted to kind of dive right into it, um, why is it important for people to be involved in the uh, GSM Liberty Movement? Well, for twofold. One, the Liberty Movement is about focusing on individual rights. Um, and by individual rights, I mean everybody. If we focus on rights for the majority population, we're going to lose out on many people who could be valuable resources to us. Absolutely. Um, in addition to, it's just philosophically consistent to focus on their rights. The groups that are hurt most by big government interactions and intervention are minority groups of all sorts, uh, gender and sexual, racial, ethnic, etc. That's... That's pretty powerful right there. So, what would you say is the best way to engage the GSM community within the Liberty Movement? Well, I recommend doing what we did today. Uh, you and I, Eric, we went out to a Pride event and mm -hmm. tabled for Outright in the Libertarian Party. Um, we put ourselves in their sphere, um, preferably using people who are themselves GSM. And outreach, talking about topics that affect them and framing it within their worldview. Um, many GSM people are libertarians at heart. They see the, the damage that big government can do to them, and they want to avoid it. And we give them to the tools on how to do that. I, I, totally, I totally understand that. What would you say is the number one issue that resonates today with the GSM community? Um... There are two issues, really, is uh, immigration. Um, there are many countries in the world right now that are still institutionally homophobic. Um, we're seeing issues in Russia, in Saudi Arabia. Chechnya right now is having death camps, essentially, for Absolutely. GSM individuals. Um, they're, they're executing GSM people in the streets. Um, so if we talk about immigration, we talk about opening our borders to refugees fleeing these countries. Mm -hmm. um, another strong issue is marriage rights. Um, we achieved marriage equality for same gender, but we have yet to achieve full marriage equality for the other identities underneath GSM, which is polyamory. Mm -hmm. um, the Libertarian Party platform has included any number, any gender on their platform plank since the 1980s. So I think we really need to push that. Absolutely. I, I think that they are very much... Uh, marginalized within the the national scope and I think no one's really talking about their rights because everyone's really focusing in on just the lesbian and gay population. Yeah. 
Um, and they've become, it's become a topic for mainstream media to talk about as a curiosity. Um, but once we get over the novelty of, oh my goodness, polyamorous people exist and they have lives, then we can get down to actually talking about their rights. And it's the place of the Libertarian Party to lead that way since we've had it. We've recognized that issue for decades already. So one thing that has always struck me about the Libertarian Party and GSM rights, uh, you had, since the very beginning of the party foundation, uh, the support of marriage equality within the Libertarian Party. On our very first platform. Exactly. And you were just saying that polyamory was raised up as a party plank in the 80s. Yeah. What about the Libertarian Party makes them so cutting edge for issues that are really only hitting mainstream 20, 30 years after the Libertarian Party's already addressed it? Um, not exactly sure. As thought leaders, um, I think it comes from our focus on individualism. Mm -hmm. We tend to see the person and not the labels. The labels are certainly part of a person. That is what makes a person unique. Mm -hmm. We need those labels. But that's not where they get their rights from. Um, the two major parties, there's a unfortunate focus on exploiting groups because of them as a voter base. Right. Because of their label as a voter base. Right. And I think libertarians view the label second to the person, and that's what makes us so effective. I think that's, I think that's actually really profound uh, to hear that a political party in the United States is putting people first uh you know i mean people you, not politics exactly i mean one of the things you hear from the libertarian party that you know it's it's principle it's principle it's principle but i think it's also really important to realize that the libertarian party also has that slogan where it's people not politics i think that's that's really profound uh what else would benefit the gsm community through the Libertarian Party, I mean, you have a lot of GSM individuals that um, that don't agree with some of our, our planks, and they do have problems with some of our, our uh, ideals. Uh, what types of overcomes uh, have you, or how, how have you discussed those types of issues with the GSM community? So the biggest complaint and mm -hmm. criticism that I get from mainstream GSM individuals mm -hmm. who are so used to thinking of themselves as Democrats mm -hmm. um, is the discrimination mm -hmm. that we may face in a free marketplace. Um, they have issues. Uh, we, of course, saw this whole dilemma with Gary Johnson's answer to the bake the cake question. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things I like to bring up is that freedom of association and this free marketplace mm -hmm has helped the GSM community more than anything. It allows us to be selective in who we give our money to mm -hmm. because we know that money is stronger than votes. Absolutely. So it allows us to be selective about who we give our money to and who we interact with. I would rather know that the money I'm spending on a cake is going to people who support me and my life choices instead of somebody who's going to turn around and give that money to a hate group. We see this with Chick-fil-A. They had that fiasco years ago where the CEO was donating money to Christian LGBT hate groups. Yep. And I stopped supporting them, as many other GSM people did. Mm -hmm. And that spoke like, strong enough that they stopped doing that. And they have retracted their stance. 
Yeah, that's the power of free markets yep. right there. You know, you you put your money where your mouth is and all of a sudden real change starts to get enacted. I think that's I think that's a very important lesson and point to make. Additionally, it's not just our money, but we can turn around and switch the freedom of association for our own benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the example of the Christian cake baker mm-hmm. who refuses to bake cakes for LGBT, but we also have examples of liberal bake- cake bakers who refuse to bake Nazi cakes right? Um, with swastikas or other white power symbols on it. Um, and we have examples of LGBT clubs who can refuse service to people who express distasteful views in mm-hmm. their club and remove them from their property. This is the power of private property Absolutely. and freedom of association working for GSM rights. Mm-hmm. So what do you see as the future of the GSM community within the Liberty Movement? Um, I'd love to see us grow again. Mm-hmm. Um, we... We can accomplish so much more within the libertarian community because it focuses on our rights mm-hmm. and removing the obstacles that big government presents. I'd love to see the mainstream GSM population recognize us as a party for them, mm-hmm. but they won't do that unless we speak out explicitly on their behalf frequently and often. Absolutely. Does uh, does the GSM community have a voice within the Libertarian Party? Of course, we've got outright Libertarians. I don't know if you've seen us on Facebook, but we are loud and proud. Absolutely, I have. What's their web address? You can find them at outrightusa.org. Okay, and you can find them on Facebook? At slash outrightusa. Awesome, awesome. So uh, I... Uh, I definitely encourage all my listeners to check that out. I want to make sure that uh, everyone's going onto the website and reading about why exactly GSM community is, uh, or, or needs to be, rather, involved in the liberty movement. So, uh, is there any benefit right now for GSM members to sign up? Yes, we're doing this wonderful promotion. I don't know if you were paying attention to what was behind Eric there, but we've got this lovely Gayston flag which is a rainbow Gadsden. It, you can receive one of those for free with a supporting membership, which is a $30 per year membership. Very cool. It helps fund our activism at prides and state conventions, mm-hmm. as well as educational events. So some people probably aren't going to need a flag. Is there anything else uh, that you know maybe someone could get if they wanted to support yeah, we've got a smaller membership option, which is $5 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we're running a promotion with wonderful little buttons. I don't have one to show you right now. but That's okay. That's okay. We've but I'm, I'm sure we beautiful we'll... rainbow porcupine on it. Oh, awesome. That, that, sounds, that sounds great. Uh, so, yeah, we, we've talked about uh, a lot of great stuff here. Uh, but what do you see as the next big issue coming up uh, for the GSM community? For the GSM community? Mm -hmm. I would love to see us pushing the polyamorous marriage quality. Um, I view polyamory as the next step in removing the state from marriage Mm -hmm. um, because there is no way that a large federal government is going to find a way to accommodate all the intricacies of polyamorous marriage into the tax code and licensing. 
um, if we push that, we can achieve the long libertarian goal of removing state licensing from marriage. Absolutely, that that would be that'd be a huge victory, I, I think, for a lot of different groups, a lot of different individuals. Uh, one of the things that I think uh, people get confused with is comments from individuals who claim to be libertarian. Uh, if you had a moment to just kind of reach out and wipe the slate clean and, and really clarify what the libertarian view is and not the pseudo-libertarian or claimed libertarian view is, what would you say? Um, view in general or on a specific issue? Well, there, there's been a lot of things that have been flying around, uh, especially with uh, underaged interactions and, and stuff like that. What is the actual libertarian stance on that? So the libertarian stance on this comes down to consenting adults. Um, if a person cannot consent to a voluntary action, it's not voluntary. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of misconception with those ideas saying that, well, children can consent because they said yes. But children do not have the ability to fully understand and grasp what they are doing at that moment mm -hmm. with these actions that we're talking about, which tend to be relationship or sexual based. They cannot consent to that because they don't have a full understanding of what's going on. Um, when it comes to marriage, the Libertarian Party and philosophy says any number, any gender of consenting adults. So, you know, there's also been some other individuals who have said that with libertarianism and, and things are going to run hog wild and, and they're going to be bestiality and, and people trying to marry their lawnmowers. There was one, there was a uh, legislator, I believe in Illinois, who actually tried filing for a marriage certificate who happened to be a Republican, but he was trying to marry his lawnmower to prove a point and all of that stuff. So what you're saying with, with the consenting adult aspect is that that's not what the Libertarian Party is trying to do. No, that it is between consenting adults. Yes. And, and let's stress the word adults here. Uh, I think consenting covers it because, as I mentioned, a child cannot consent to this. An animal cannot consent, and a smart lawnmower definitely <laughs> cannot consent. Yeah, I, I think we uh, we could all agree that that was a uh, poor, poor example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are there any other issues that you feel are being misconstrued or, or any other ideas out there that you want to clear the air on while, while we're, we're talking here? Oh, there's, there's always a long list of things to talk about on this. Um, so, let's, uh, the FDA, uh, blood donation one. Yes. Um, yes. GSM individuals, particularly men who have sex with men are still highly targeted by the federal government. Uh, it's not through laws anymore, it's through regulations and health codes. There's a stigma left over from the HIV scare that affects them at a disproportionate number. And just because we've fixed the laws doesn't mean we've fixed the problem of big government interfering in these lives. Um, there's also the uh, 
issue of trans rights, mm -hmm. which comes up frequently in the libertarian community. Well, that's a big one right here in North Carolina. It is. We've got HB one on the HB two on the books, and yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Uh, um, and now also you have HB seven eighty, which is a partial repeal of HB two, and and partial but not. Exactly, Only. exactly. Um, and it co creates its own muddy waters and mess. Yeah. We've actually uh, we've actually talked right here on Liberty's Lantern before about HB 780 and the partial repeal of, of HB 2 and a lot of the ramifications. And if you haven't seen that episode, I definitely recommend you going through and checking that out because there are, there are a lot of problems uh, with just a partial repeal especially with something as important as trans rights and the rights of just general individuals, especially when they're put under the guise of a protection act for women and children when there's no statistics that would ever indicate that that was a problem in the first place. So you really have to understand that a lot of this is just smoke and mirrors. It's it's an issue that we need to address, but we're doing it the wrong way, and it, it it's coming out where some a group that's not at fault is being totally sidelined and marginalized in a legal stance that just doesn't need to occur. Yeah, um, I want to point out that when we frequently see these bathroom bills in North Carolina. Texas and etc. They don't generally affect private businesses. Private businesses, as a libertarian uh, heartstring, mm -hmm. they're not being affected. They're not being told you have to make your bathrooms do this or that. Right. It's affecting public schooling. It's affecting government buildings, offices in the federal offices and the state offices of mm -hmm. capitals. Especially in public schools, like you were talking about, when people are just starting to figure out their own identity. Yeah, because that that exploration of gender and sexual orientation happens in your middle school and high school years. Mm -hmm. And if you're being forced into a bathroom that puts you at risk of assault by your fellow classmates, that's putting that child at risk. Um, these lawmakers aren't thinking of the ramifications for GSM individuals. <coughs> But they're using, as you said, that smoke screen, mm -hmm. smoke and mirrors, as a protection for women and children. Yeah. But they don't seem to be caring about all the children, do they? No, no, they don't. It, it definitely comes across that way. Well, I thank you for joining us today on thank Liberty's Lantern. Me. Absolutely. It, it's been a pleasure. I think we talked about a lot of great stuff and, and really cleared the air on some issues that are very important to the GSM community. Well, that wraps up another Liberty's Lantern. I really want to thank my guest, Leslie Ann Peterson, for joining me here today. I really enjoyed chatting with her. It's been a lot of fun. Once again, I want you to check out OutrightUSA.org and then also check them out on Facebook as well. The links are going to be on the, on the webpage that I just gave you. Uh, Please also support a fellow libertarian organization. They do some great work out there. And they're really bringing a lot of issues that get marginalized out to the forefront and really clarifying things. So 
Thank you very much for watching another Liberty's Lantern. We'll be joining you next week again, and we're going to have another great topic for you. Have a great week. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you.